Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. It's the 19th of February, and on this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 1473, and we travel to Royal Prussia, which was then part of the Kingdom of Poland, where Nicholas Copernicus was born today. He was a mathematician, an astronomer, and a priest who formulated a model of the universe that placed the sun rather than the earth at the center. And this would have a huge influence a hundred years later on Galileo. This model was published in his book on the revolutions of the celestial spheres just before his death in 1543 and was a major event in the history of science triggering what has become known as the Copernican Revolution. And despite the near universal acceptance of the heliocentric idea later, his theory originally was slow to catch on. And 60 years after the publication of the revolutions, there were only around 15 astronomers espousing Copernicanism, Copernicanism in all of Europe. The immediate result of his publication was only mild controversy. This was probably because it went under the radar of ecclesial authorities. They were in the white heat of the Reformation, and Christians sadly were tearing themselves apart with conflict and war. Copernicus was not even discussed at the epoch-defining Council of Trent. And interestingly, Copernicus faced his first objections from the reformers as they were replacing sole authority on scripture the revolutionary ideas of heliocentrism that the sun was at the center of the universe were challenging literal interpretations of the bible john calvin in his commentary on the book of genesis said that we indeed are not ignorant that the circuit of the heavens is finite and that the earth like a little globe is placed in the center one sharp point of conflict between copernicus's theory and the bible concerned the story of the battle of gibeon in the book of joshua where the hebrew forces were winning but whose opponents were likely to escape once night fell and in the biblical narrative this is averted by Joshua's prayers, causing the sun and the moon to stand still. And Martin Luther dismisses Copernicus's teaching for being too disruptive. He is said to have remarked, So it goes now. Whoever wants to be clever must agree with nothing others esteem. He must do something of his own. This is what that fellow does who wishes to turn the whole of astronomy upside down. Even in these things that are thrown into disorder, I believe the Holy Scriptures. For Joshua commanded the sun to stand still and not the earth. It was not until six decades after the publication of the revolutions that the Catholic Church took any official action against it. 
probably as the Galileo affair was heating up. For more on that, you can listen to the pod of January the 7th. Perhaps the most influential opponent of the Copernican theory was a Catholic priest called Francesco Ingoli. He presented five physical arguments against the theory, 13 mathematical arguments, plus a separate discussion on the sizes of stars, and four theological arguments. In March 1616, in connection with the Galileo affair, the Roman Catholic Church's Congregation on the Index discussed, issued a decree suspending the use of Copernicus's book, The Revolutions, until it could be corrected, thus ensuring that Copernicanism, which it described as a false Pythagorean doctrine, altogether contrary to the Holy Scripture, could not be taught in its institutions or used by its teachers. By 1758 this was corrected, and when the index of the Catholic Church's prohibited books removed the general prohibition of works defending heliocentrism, the world of modern astronomy especially owes a lot to the great mind of Nicholas Copernicus. It is easy just to focus on his revolutionary ideas about the universe, but there are many other strings to his bow. A polyglot and a polymath, he obtained a doctorate in canon law. He was a mathematician, astronomer, physician, classic scholar, translator, governor, diplomat and economist. He derived a quantity theory of money, which is now a key concept in economics, and formulated an economic principle that later became known as Gresham's Law. His legacy has been recognised, or even immortalised, when German scientists named the newly discovered chemical element 112 Copernicium, symbol CN. And a musical symphony called Mover of the Earth, Stopper of the Sun, was written by Svetlana Azarov and was inspired by him. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. If you'd like to know more about anything in today's podcast, email the show on pogppod at gmail.com. That's pogppod at gmail.com. Or visit our website at www.pogp.net. Join us tomorrow as we look at the life of Frederick Douglass, a former slave who became a famous orator and social reformer in the United States. Thanks to Jeremiah Jones for today's music. Have a lovely day wherever you are. And thank you for listening to